Welcome, everyone, again to another edition of the Tweet Cap. I'm your host, Ryan, and with me, as always, uh, our co-host and the creator of all of the wonderful podcasts you've been listening to this week, Matt Brown. Matt, how you doing? I'm excellent, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I, I, was, I was telling you before we got on, this has just been a really long week, uh, right before Thanksgiving. Uh, so, you know, kind of makes you wonder... Why can't it go faster? But also this year's Thanksgiving is super stressful. So, you know, maybe maybe you want it to go slower. I don't even know. Uh, Thanksgiving is going to be very weird this year. There's some silver lining somewhere. At least somewhere. it's Friday tomorrow, Ryan. Yes, tomorrow. Tomorrow is Friday. Okie dokie. So uh, powering through, as we love to do. Um, speaking of powering through, a yes. symbol of the struggle that is powering through 2020 is now standing as a monument in Rockefeller, um, Rockefeller center. And that mm-hmm. is the 2020 Christmas tree. Have you seen it? Obviously you've seen it. I've seen the controversial tree for some reason it's controversial. controversial <laughs> yes. I have seen the, uh, symbolic Christmas tree at Rockefeller center, Rockefeller Plaza. Yes. All I can say is I'm glad that I don't have to go visit it this year because it's very derpy. Um, it's not a full tree. It came out of Oneonta, New York, in case anybody was wondering. Um, Ryan, you have, is, that, is that by your uh, various friends in upstate New York? No, I don't. Oneonta is uh, actually I've got a I've got a fact checker right here. How far away is Oneonta from uh, from this? Hours. Okay, so yeah, it's a few hours from like where we where I went to school. Mm-hmm. Um, I did actually. I looked at fun story. I looked at SUNY Oneonta, uh for school. Oh. That was one of the schools I applied to. I obviously didn't end up going there, but uh, you know, I did look at that. They had a recording studio, which was kind of cool, you know, for a music business major. Um, but yeah, it, uh, so it's from upstate New York, um, and yeah, it doesn't look great. I know they're they're trying to spruce it up with some other like branches. They're like adding branches to it. Yeah, you know, I uh, heard that, it up a little bit. I heard that was honestly a tradition that the tree usually looks like that every year, but not a lot of people noticed. Uh, or or this was this the the worst example of it? I don't know. It's uh, I had, it's weird. Yeah, I don't I don't know what either. I've only ever seen it, you know, it looks like finished. And we'll see, you know, when they finish it and they add everything they got to add, maybe it'll it'll rise to the challenge. Um, but uh I think they just were like no one's going to come see this tree this year anyway. The whole city is shut down. They just shut down schools again in New York City. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard that. Yep. They're like no one's coming. Let's just pick a tree and get out of here. <laughs> and they just found the first tree that was tall enough and said, "Okay, cool, that one." Um but actually, so there's a bunch of stories here. Um, did you hear about the owl? I did. Little owl was found here. It was a little baby owl too. They stole. Yeah, he was in the tree. Just, <laughs> but he hung on the whole time. He somehow. just hung out in the tree as they moved it from Oneonta to you know New York City. Um, <laughs> obviously, the owl is now out of the tree, um, and it, I believe it's in good health. It's you know it's not something yeah. that's. He's with uh, the it's not like they wildlife found preserve, I believe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so not only did they pick a really uh, bad tree, they also stole an owl's host. <laughs> I don't know. 
it just again it's very apropos for what we've come to expect at this yeah, point they, they probably know not a lot of people are going to go out this year why we waste the budget to, to get a real tree so um i i totally agree um at least they're, they're putting more stuff in in at least um and uh they put more stuff stuff more tree branches in and then when they light it up in our virtual ceremony okay great <laughs> I, mean, ser- I mean seriously like not to sound so sad about it or anything but i think it's just it's just a, a sign of the times you know i agree i think in another year they wouldn't have picked this tree so you know what big props (laughs) to the tree right this is their moment someone had to do it and it's it's that tree and shout out to that family i don't know how much you get paid for having the tree but uh i know that so you know like where my parents house is right Mm -hmm. yep and this is a rumor i don't remember this for sure but um a while back when I was like younger, I guess the tree in that front yard across the street, like, can you, you, you picture it? You're like, you're in my kitchen or my mm-hmm. parents' kitchen. You're looking out the window and there's a house with a big tree across the street. I think the tree's gone now. Uh, at one point, the, uh, I guess the city people came to look at that tree as a potential it, Rockefeller really? tree. Yeah. That's what I heard. This was, uh, I could be totally wrong. Yeah, I could be. I'm not making it up. I really do believe this, but uh, I could. I could be completely misremembering a different conversation. But I'm pretty sure. Obviously, it didn't get picked. But uh, I, I do believe was, like they have a committee that like searches around for these trees. I think a few years back there was a tree from Ridgefield. I don't. Yeah, think no, they've definitely done Connecticut before. Yeah, like a Fairfield County tree. Yeah, they've definitely done. Like they usually do it before, in so. within the area. Like they don't get a tree in like. Actually, no, I shouldn't say that. I think they do get trees in like Vermont and uh, other than New England. So, well, Vermont's New England. Decided. New York's the one that's not New England. Yeah, actually. But um, I was gonna say I thought they did it like in a relatively closer area, even like upstate woodsy New Jersey. So and stuff so like, like upstate that. New York, and this is something I didn't realize until I you know my my girlfriend is from like the Adirondack area, and it touches Vermont. Yeah. I, think, I don't know why. Like, I mean, I knew that cause like, I know what a map looks like, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think I ever put together just how close Vermont is to New York, but they like literally share a border. So it's humongous state size wise, bro. You think we forget people just, there is a whole world beyond New York city. Yeah. The whole Western New York as they, the, people up there say it oh, yeah. that's that. where i went to school so so i don't forget about western new york much mm-hmm. love it seems like the other people but, uh, there doesn't either yeah no <laughs> but speaking of charlie brown christmas trees the actual charlie brown christmas special was almost not a thing this year uh apple bought the rights and this this was a uh, there's massive backlash on twitter because of this but they bought the rights and they wanted to make charlie brown specifically charlie brown's uh you know holiday content apple exclusive mm-hmm. uh rightfully so everyone stood up took up arms and said not this year you can't take everything from us and apple has relented and you can now watch the charlie brown holiday specials on, on regular tv yeah pbs yep but yeah apple literally tried to basically i mean for some people they just tried to buy christmas <laughs> that, you know what I mean? That, like, isn't that a uh, selfish act? 
I think so too. Like I know it can't be public domain. I'm sure somebody's still making a lot of money off the peanuts, but can we just like let them stay where they are? Whoever's making that money, good on them. There was no Halloween. There was no great pumpkin Charlie Brown this year. There wasn't, but I think because people were like, people were kind of back out. They shouldn't have been, as it turns out. Um, and that'll be for another episode, probably, uh, all the corona talk. I don't want to get too much into it because it's something we could talk about every week if we wanted to. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like I think people were kind of back in the swing of things normally. And so they didn't really care because it slipped mm-hmm. under my radar. I had no idea. But now like, you know, now <laughs> that doctors are like, please stay home. Nobody see your family for Christmas, all that stuff that, you know, you know People are like you can't take away. I think they should make all the carols completely free. Like all the carols, Jesus. Uh, all of the um, all of the Christmas like content free. You know, like Rudolph and Frosty and all those claymation ones. Yep. That like we don't. No one even knows the name of them all anymore, other than Year Without a Santa Claus. They're all just the ones that look like a Year Without a Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, you should just make those like. Put those on every channel for free. Make them free on YouTube in their entirety. Get those out there. Um, yeah. Obviously, not everybody celebrates Christmas, so I understand that that's not going to fix everyone's holiday season. But um, just in general, all of the holiday classics, we should make mm-hmm. those completely free and easy to access this year because we want people to stay inside. We want people to you know, be away from their family. So hopefully some nostalgia can get us through the, uh, the holidays. That would be the one. You know – I got it when I bought when I got my new phone this year. They gave me Apple TV for a year, which I, I don't have use, Apple TV, which I don't have. I mean, which I don't use. But uh, yeah, I've only watched one thing on it. But yeah, that What'd was one way to try to plea. I watched a documentary on the Beastie Boys. You didn't watch the uh, morning show? No, not yet. I still you should watch that one. That was pretty good. Mm. That's pretty good. So, what is your favorite oh, uh, Christmas classic? My favorite Christmas classic. That's a great question. Yeah. I like not Elf, excluding mm-hmm. Elf. Elf is excluded. I love Home Alone. First two in particular. That's probably my favorite. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to stay feature film. I knew you couldn't help yourself. You know, like <laughs> the Frosties are cool. The Rudolph the Red Nosed Rangers. I love those as a kid, but I somewhat grew out of them. Like I don't really make an effort to try to see them. To be honest with you, but the Christmas movies, your Christmas vacations, your Home Alones, your oh, your yeah. um, Die Hard, Wonderful Life, Die Hard. Yes, Die Hard definitely <laughs> is a Christmas movie. I know that's for some reason. A debate, That's a, a deeper debate than I think. But I was like, okay, it is pretty much a Christmas movie. It, 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 it has everything. So probably one of my favorite lines in a movie is Hans Gruber, a.k.a. one of the greatest movie villains of all time. And he mm-hmm. just says, ho, 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 in the Sadling Snipe voice. Yeah, there you go, Christmas movie. Screams Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. I'm always terrified when ho. I think of Christmas. Ho, uh, ho. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I like the Grinch. Oh, That's great. my favorite. I mean, classic Jim Carrey's Grinch was fine too. I like the classic <laughs> cartoon. I would, if I have to, you know, if I can only watch one cartoon in the lead up to Christmas, like on Christmas Eve, that's the one I'd want to watch. Um, I saw the. We uh, try to watch all of them. I saw the Christmas set of a uh, Grinch when I went to LA last year on a tour, on a tour of Universal. It was all cool, huh. and I'd be like, usually movie, you know, movie sets are much smaller than what you actually see, because yeah. of, you know, filming wise and the props. 
but those really, really did. They really did make a whole village out of that, and they're smart enough not to get rid of it. I mean, they preserved yeah, no, it, but I mean, you could see they got heavily discolored. But yeah. to remember, see, but it was a big thing. It's a cool attraction to go to. I would definitely go see that. And now he's Joe Biden, so there you go. Still working. He, he is. He is. He's going to be Joe Biden for the next four years. For the next four years. How do you feel probably. about that? Oh, he's. I thought it was really bad. Yeah. Uh, do you think he was? I, I thought one, really of the, one of the cro- the critiques is very creepy looking. Makes Biden seem like a much of a more of a creep. But then they say what? his voice is pretty spot on. Yeah, so the voice is spot on. He sounds a lot like Joe Biden. And in fairness, one of the critiques of Joe Biden, like the common critiques, and we talked about this on your podcast right before the election, Productive Conversations podcast. Uh, give that a listen. Um, we talked about it. Like people do say he's got like a creepy uncle vibe. Um, and I, so I guess the creepy thing, they're trying to exaggerate a trait that already exists. Mm. Like uh, Kate McKinnon's Rudy Giuliani. Shout out to friend of the podcast, Rudy Giuliani. I'm going to keep saying that until one day he hears the podcast. Um, what a, what a, what a <laughs> she, she, she made him creepy. Uh, his character creepy because it's something that <laughs> exists. And you dial it up for parody. But uh, the thing was like he was like a ball of energy, which makes sense because it's Jim Carrey who is literally energy personified as a human being. So, well, I mean, Jim he's very Carrey, Jim Carrey. He comes up. If you Google, uh, yeah. energy, Google image Jim Carrey, he comes up. Sorry, yeah. if you Google image well, energy, all of yes. energy, yes, he comes up. <laughs> um, so, I mean, and Joe Biden is kind of, you know, well, he's 78. So he's not a ball of energy. It's literally the opposite. He's, you know more subdued when he speaks and when he talks right. and stuff so that was the that was the hardest part to get you know he came out with the finger guns ablazing and stuff and <laughs> that's kind of that's not joe biden uh so that was kind of a bad that was what made it bad but his voice was yes his voice was spot on and i don't really mind that they you know gave him like a creepy kind of look either it was just it was really just the energy he brought was way way opposite so it kind of it's weird to do a parody that's completely opposite the person you're doing mm-hmm. um and snl does that a lot now um and i mean sometimes it works like i said if you're parody, parodying a villain in particular you know a life uh, villain a real life villain like a like a kim jong-un right mm-hmm. or a you know a stalin Mm-hmm. and you want to give them some kind of like completely outlandish characteristic then it usually works but if you're doing a regular person and then you do like you add something that's completely out of character most people are like that's a horrible impression even though it's not necessarily actually a horrible impression it just doesn't fit what people are looking for people are more i feel like we're more accepted because i mean so snl did it they had a i forget i forget the cast member's name maybe you know uh who plays kim jong-un on occasion yep. uh i forget his name but um like he has a very effeminate Kim Jong Un, which <laughs> again, nothing we know about him suggests that's true. But because it's Kim Jong Un, we're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we don't like him, so that is what it is. That's yeah, why. Know, we, that's why it is. You don't exactly so, know, know where. You don't know exactly know who, how he is. You just it's because it's him, uh-huh. right? Exactly. You're like, Haha, well, we don't like that guy, so sure, uh, make it funny. But for people we know and have you know a general respect for, kind of has to be a little bit more accurate, my opinion. But mm-hmm. like I said, they made the choice, and it, I mean the ratings have done fine. So what do I know? <laughs> hear that, hear that. 
What do I know? Speaking of uh, well, speaking of ratings, because I don't know what the ratings are for that. That was a stupid way to try and segue into this. But uh, I know you didn't watch. I did watch the uh, fresh, pr- the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion. So after thirty years, Will Smith brought the whole cast together, all the whole living cast together, including both Aunt Vivs, um, to do a reunion. And mm-hmm. fun story: the two Aunt Vivs have never met. <laughs> this is the first time they met. Swear to God. Oh hey. Um, but it was it was very weird watching it. I mean, it was actually it was very emotional. I, I was expecting mm-hmm. it to be kind of like funny, because uh, you know Fresh Prince is funny. And but it was just um, a sit down like a Real Housewives reunion. Yeah. Kind of so they they watched some clips too, uh, mostly clips of stuff that had either aired on the show or there was an uh, Entertainment uh, Tonight special done right before the final episode. I didn't realize the show aired on Monday nights because, you know, NBC. We, I'll, get, I'll get to that in a second. I wanted to talk about that. But, uh, uh, yeah, so they did an Entertainment Tonight special about it, and a lot of clips were from that too, like the backstage yep. stuff and getting ready. So they had a lot of that and a lot of the table reads and things like that. But they also had some audition tapes, which were pretty funny. Um, Alfonso Ribeiro's uh, audition. I thought he did well. He said he didn't do well. But I thought he did well. But he showed up in like a tracksuit and he's supposed to play like Carlton Banks, which is like a very preppy. And so it's right. kind of funny that he showed up in a tracksuit to play like, you know, uh, country club Carlton. But um, Carlton. yeah, but it was super emotional. Yeah. They talked mm-hmm. about obviously James Avery, Uncle Phil, yeah. and they showed a clip and a highlight reel of all of his moments. And that was hard. Everyone cried at that. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a sit down with the first Aunt Viv and here's something that we miss. Cause I, I mean, I looked it up. The show ended in 1996. So we were, yeah. I was one, you were two, uh, potentially depending on what time of year it ended. Um, so we did not watch it in its original run at all. Like no episodes. Um, at least not that we would have any memory of, you know? And so I don't think I ever realized the Aunt Viv story. Like I knew they switched act you know, actors, actors, like, yep. but I didn't necessarily realize that there was like the stories going around about contention between, you know, the cast members and stuff. And they, they went into that like deeply and, you know, she gave her side to will and she kind of called them out for, on you know, show, man, what a year yeah, for blowing up her thought. What a year of Will Smith um, getting, have awkward interviews on camera, huh? Yeah, but she also apologized because like I said, she was she's been blowing up you know Will Smith every opportunity she had for however many years. And this but they is had the original on this. Yeah, twenty-seven they, years. They just they it, was there dramatic music when it was played and close. No, no, it was, like it, was it like an actual scene? <laughs> you no, no, no. They, it, it was pretty much an interview. You hurt me, Will. No, but you hurt me. <laughs> I, I, seriously, like she she said that she was like you, you oh, know you ruined yeah. my. You she were. said you 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 know you, you kind of tanked my career because she's she talked about it and this is something again I have no real life experience with because I'm not in entertainment and I'm not um, a woman of color but uh yeah mm-hmm. she said that the he gave her the label of difficult to work with oh and as a woman and a woman of color in Hollywood. Uh, she pointed out, and I have to assume this is correctly, that that's not a label you want to have bestowed. Not not, not a label anybody wants to have, but especially yeah. when you already have so many uh, of the Obstacle. so many factors that you have to overcome just to get what other people are, you know, 
taking for granted again in that industry um, to have that. And he apologized, and she apologized, and they made up. When when they had was, that confrontation, did it feel more? Did you feel like oh, this is like a genuine moment, like you might see a more podcast, or it didn't seem like a staged? Reality? This felt like like she. This felt like an apology. Shit. Like this was this her- was their opportunity to apologize to each other. Just have the cameras there. Just have the cameras there. Yeah. Like this would I don't, definitely I don't be the, think this would definitely be the combo even if without the cameras. Right. Yeah, I think so. Oh, not even. I don't know. If the convo didn't have cameras, it might have been a little little more heated at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, she came out swinging at the beginning. And I know that obviously they pre-recorded everything uh, or pre-approved everything. So I'm sure they had talked before then. But um, yeah, she did. She definitely wasn't like, yeah, you were right. <laughs> she was like, you you were wrong for what you did. And he, he took it and he owned it. He said, I was young and I was stupid. And he, I mean, at one point he was like, I was, you know, I was afraid. And she goes, why were you afraid of me? Like, so she was like a couple of times he tried to explain and she was like no you need to give me a little bit more than that okay. um and he did each time but um and it was all specifically no yeah. Will Smith too not the rest of the cast yeah. or the create showrunners yeah so after that they did a specific segment just the two of them oh. will smith asked the whole cast that's when they asked the whole cast can you uh give us you a know, second can we bring her on can we bring oh. her on and they all said yes and that's when we found out that the two Aunt Vibs have never been in the same space before. They've never met each other. <laughs> but she came out and they did a picture and they, you know hugged all of the cast and uh, mm-hmm. things like that. So, I mean, like I said, I think that this was a lot of it was just to bury the hatchet and then like move on. I don't think they're going to be like super big friends or anything mm-hmm. anymore. I think they probably, you know, there's still some underlying, you know, tension there probably, but they're not angry. I don't think anymore. They've moved on. It's in the past. And they, Mm -hmm. you know, they took the opportunity a, to obviously get some eyeballs, uh, but also to (laughs) make sure that everyone who is a part of the show could uh, share in the show. You know what I mean? Cause I mean, I think the first Aunt Viv is better. Yeah, but uh, she, they're both good. She, I mean, they're both fantastic. She better the whole show fantastic, fit the but. character. And she had like one of the most powerful episodes of Fresh Prince was when she convinced the character to dance again. And she showed that she yep. was able to compete as a young person. Mm-hmm. One of the coolest sitcom moments. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad that both because they both brought a very different energy to the part in the shows. Uh, the show benefited from having both of them, to be honest with you, because it gave you almost like two different story types you could tell with the same character i could be wrong but wasn't there a little kid i swear introduced at the like the Nikki, last yeah he came out too he did come out okay Nikki, yeah That's hilarious. okay that was, uh he came out too just for a little bit d- d- okay they he, he understood bit. his place no offense to him he, no i mean everyone was happy to see him i guess he stays in touch with at least somebody right but uh because he got invited i don't but, know um, you know family matters steve urkel show yeah so there's this there's that so the show is not was not supposed to be urkel based it was just a regular show about a family in chicago and urkel was just that's just literally was associated the urkel show (laughs) so i don't know if anyone noticed so they originally had three kids in the family and then like the the, the, like the third or fourth seat he just she did the kid just disappeared without mention or (laughs) literally disappeared I, i never recognized that so I was, I was wondering we if they that. did that. He just disappeared <laughs> no, in the no. show. Yeah, no, Nikki, weird, uh, Nikki was there. Yeah, Nikki okay. was there. Uh, but HBO is going to be the land of these reunions. Yeah, uh, my favorite show, one. The West Wing. Yeah, they, they had so their long. reunion. 
and, and they now the whole, Fresh Prince. What did they did a Fresh Prince they episode? What did they did an episode? Oh my god, that'd be awesome. I don't think they could, but uh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how about there's you know there's a Saved by the Bell reunion show on Peacock. Like a show show? Yeah, for some reason. Like like multiple episodes. Yeah, it's is it everybody? Series. It's set to premiere a week from today. It's everybody but Screech. Oh. But Screech is an asshole. Why not Screech? Whoa, really? I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Yeah, he has horrible things to say about the cast. He got into porn. Oh, wow. Not that that well, makes I mean, that doesn't make, doesn't make well, he you say, But before that, he, he said <laughs> some really horrible stuff about all of them. So that's what he gets. Well, all right. So Screech is out. Mario Lopez, that's all they really needed. Um, I saw he's doing a Lifetime movie, Christmas movie. I was like, man, he needs a pick. He does those all the time. Oh, he always no, does. That's his thing now. Oh yeah, yeah no. <laughs> he, he does like he he hosts shows and he does Lifetime, and it, you know what? It's yeah, better than I'm doing, right? Yeah, so. who cares? <laughs> yeah, but he looks the same as he was in the '90s, and it's the 2020s. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's interesting because uh, to keep to keep on this just a minute, I know this is not trending, but it, the Fresh Prince is trending right now, all over, all day today, um, this morning. Oh, I was thinking about it, right? So we watched all these shows that were before our time. And I would say before our time, in terms of like, like how old were you when you started watching real TV? I mean, like actual TV that you know adults and other people would watch, not like you know kid stuff, not like cartoon stuff. Not that cartoons are bad. I love yeah, some yeah, yeah. cartoons still. But. Uh, probably eight, nine, ten around that. Okay, I gave myself like show. twelve, like ten to twelve, somewhere in that period. Oh, really? Ten to twelve? Yeah, that's old. Yeah, yeah, um, but uh, I mean, obviously there's some exceptions to that rule, but like. Um, actually, like Celebrity Apprentice, I watched that like every single season. Um, but, uh, funny Donald Trump Fresh Prince late late series cameo. Really? Yeah, oh I God. thought I said that. Probably been cold from circulation. No, it's still there. The funniest part he says with some <laughs> model. It, 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 I swear, this scene is shot in '96, and we have this girl screaming at Trump as if he's the president. And then the joke is. <laughs> Why was she yelling at you? And then he literally says, everyone blames me for everything. That's what Trump said in 96. <laughs> well, and now in 2020, it's accurate. Oh, <laughs> to- between 2016 and 2020. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking, like, what are the shows that are going to do that for, like, when we have, like, kids age, right? So when our kids are, like, so, you know, 9 or 10 years old, what are the shows that are on now? ish or like from you know when we were watching real tv that are gonna carry over because i don't i feel like there aren't any that will carry over for relevancy like people like you'll see kids binge yeah a show i think Mm -hmm. malcolm in the middle stays real i mean one of everything i'm gonna say is without the 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 cruel jokes of the 20 of like jokes that would not be pc whatsoever now because a lot of the shows Uh, have those jokes yeah but a lot of those still get a lot of those still get played, like Netflix and stuff. I don't know. I'm like, I, th- I think, you think about like, you know, my shows. I think will last. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt. But um, no, you're good. Good. I was gonna say, I think George Lopez will always last. I think Malcolm in the Middle, The Office, Parks. And yeah, we were, but we were really, we were really young for Lopez and Malcolm in the Middle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like we kind of missed, we missed a lot of those. Like those are already the ones that are like. Well, that's I like, remember that's watching. Now. I I watched Malcolm in the Middle live when it was. That's the first show I really uh, figured out and got into. But um, yeah, I, in general, I hear you. 
But um, because you think of like Breaking Bad and like all those shows, like um, people will watch them, but, but they're going to be different. older. Yeah, and they're only going to give them like one watch because they're not binge like continually binge shows. I mean, that's what comedy and like sitcom. That's what it's good for. You just keep watching whenever you want. You turn it back on. Uh, I don't know. I feel like yeah. I feel like you're right about uh, Parks and Rec and like maybe Thirty Rock. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Thirty Rock, but I've heard only good things. Um, yeah, great show. I don't know. It's kind of weird to think about. Let us know what you think. Tweet us. Tweet at us at RPP95 and Matt. Yep. I'm Matt Brown 31. There you go. He just said, yep. I'm like, oh, he didn't, he didn't get the uh, cue there. Uh, yeah. Tweet at us what you think uh, will last. We'll stand the test of time. I'm sure we're, like, we're not going to get too much into it, but uh, I'm sure we're missing a bunch that are really great shows. Uh, just going through here. Ooh, I have, some, I, have uh, I have some stories too. You go first. Well, first I have a cut. Do quick five fire. We have the Demilio's attempted canceling. Oh, I wasn't Demilio's. But what? Can can you uh? What do you? What is that? Ah, sorry, sorry. Continue. It's hard for me to explain. Maybe you have a better grasp of it. But why is the internet trying to cancel the Demilio family? Didn't they? Uh, I mean. I didn't see. I couldn't find the actual video. I just saw articles on it. But uh, there was something, a video with a personal chef. Yes. That people didn't like, and I don't know if I don't. I I can't imagine they said anything that was, you know. She was just getting criticized for being rude to her chef, which. Yeah, but I mean that's not. I I feel like just treating. You know, she probably you know treated the personal chef like an, you know, (laughs) like the way I assume. Some people treat their employees. Um, I'm not going to say I didn't see the video. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to say that she did or didn't treat anyone poorly. But, I mean, the fact that you have a personal chef already makes it hard to relate to, um, especially at 16. So you got to be really careful with that kind of content because yeah. the other 16-year-olds who have pole vaulted you to superstardom don't have personal chefs. So they, those are not problems that we can all relate to. Um, not quite. <laughs> Not quite, right? So I think that might be part of part of the backlash. Is like, like how can you talk to this chef this way? Aren't you should just be lucky you have them. But again, yeah, right? I just don't know what was said. So I mean, it could have been something benign. I really don't know. If someone has the video, again, tweet it to me, share it with me. Uh, I'll watch it. But I haven't been able to find it. I just saw all of the, the like the page six and stuff like that that you showed me, um, in terms of like talking about what happened, but not the actual video um mm-hmm. like the content that is under question but i mean it, it's kind of what happens when you're a vlogger i mean we saw it happen with the oh god the pauls both of them both of them. <laughs> um, the fucking pauls. no but like their entire like their entire content and all their brand i mean not dissimilar to what we're doing right now by the way um but it was just them talking it's not there wasn't anything special um like I said, I know that the Demelios did do the dances and stuff, and that's a little different because that's a, an actual dance. Um, you know, that requires some kind of ability. You have to know how to do the specific dance. But now that they're not doing as much of that, and they're more like celebrities for being celebrities, uh, you yeah. know, celebrities for having this career and for having this lifestyle. Famous um, for being that famous. Means, right, and that's a, a lot of people do it. And like I said, when you have a vlog-style content maker, 
like David Dobrik, people like that. If you do something in your personal life that's not good, or you do something content-wise that's not good, it looks like your personal life. <laughs> it looks like it's just you because that's how it's you. It's like you being it. mean. Like that, that didn't have to be posted out. It's such a true feelings. Who knows? Right, exactly. Like, why did you make that vlog video? Uh, I, I keep saying vlog. It's not really a vlog, but it's that kind of style. Like, why would you put that out there if it's me, um, or some, you know, someone would dislike it? I, that's why you know what I mean. Like, because it's just your life. Exactly, because it's just your life. It's not like, you know, if you're a singer and you put out a song that sucks, like people can forgive that. Be like, all right, your song sucked write a new one and that's that or you know dancing you do a dance you do it wrong or it doesn't take off it's not catchy then you do another one because it's clearly art but uh when it's not clearly art you're into a bit of an issue there i think anyway but uh what are your thoughts well like i said i don't think the i don't i could give less of a shit about what the demilios do Good for them for figuring out how to be famous on TikTok. I um, I think I do think it's a little much to try to cancel over this, but I don't think I think she could have been nicer um, and more humble and appreciative. Like one of the criticisms, they 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 just you know what I call an entourage go from rich from highs to even higher highs. So uh, I don't think that was a great example to show at least some humbleness you know um but oh well you know i'm sure this will blow over and hopefully they'll do a video of them volunteering at a soup kitchen on thanksgiving to make up for it after that (laughs) (laughs) maybe um she's only 16 by the way exactly too like very early you're 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 worrying about (laughs) You know, trying to bring down someone who's who can't even vote. An actual child, yeah. So, but uh, another family that's got some mixed success. Uh, this is a bad segue, <laughs> but deal with me. Um, is the Ball family? Uh, have, did I tell you about this? I told you about this. We Ball texted family. about it, right? Yes, we have yeah. uh, Lamelo Ball got drafted yesterday, the third overall pick in the NBA draft of the Charlotte Hornets. And that's the good news. Uh, but the bad news, unfortunately, is Big Brother Lonzo did not make the Mass Singer Super Six. I will not say which character Lonzo Ball was. So last time I know how I gave a spoiler about which character left, but I didn't say who was behind the mask, and I still won't, in case you're behind. This time, two people got uh, voted out. So I'm going to tell you which one of the celebrities it is, but I won't tell you who was there. So if you watch you got to look at the two people who left and say, which one's Lonzo? Uh, and you'll probably get it quickly, but that's okay. Uh, so he missed the Super 6. So the Masked Singer going strong, but no longer has Lonzo Ball. I did not predict that that would be who it was. Uh, that, that was I didn't get I didn't get him. <laughs> yeah, you'd figure it out. I thought uh, it was Trello, actually. <laughs> that was my guess. So I was, I was way off. Cinco. <laughs> One of those guys. I, so I guess, yeah, I guessed him week one. <laughs> then week two is Terrell Owens, and it turned out to be Lonzo Ball. So I was on, I was, I was in the ballpark, uh, as they would say, you know, using a sports yeah. pun. But uh, I, I was wrong sport. I was thinking more of a, I was thinking of an end zone. <laughs> I was thinking about a free throw line. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So the Ball family got some good news and bad news back to back, but obviously the good outweighs the bad. But I mean, is Lamelo? I don't follow the balls. Is Lamelo better than Lonzo? I thought Lonzo was the best by like a lot. 
Some say I thought he was the big deal. Some say he is. He just needs to. I mean, he's not Ben Simmons as bad with an outside shot, but he knows how to drive the ball. He's uh, the most insane growth spurt, probably. Um, <laughs> a lot of Lonzo? people have witnessed uh, Lamelo. I mean, the oh, guy. Okay. The guy's six eight, and you know, is, he's made, and he actually plays the guard position at six eight. So, could be a freak. And I, he, there was a time where he scored That's as much as. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> as much as 100 games in a high school game. But, um, yeah, people have a That's lot of uh, expectations for him. They really do. And, I mean, so he's, he's got to be. I mean, he's top – he was top three, right? Top five? Yep, number th- he was number three. Yeah, so, I mean, he, you, you got to expect a lot of playing time mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, he'll be – such a high be. pick. He, he, he. Uh, it'll be weird to watch – It'll be weird to watch uh, Charlotte versus uh, New Orleans. Yeah, that's going to happen. Because, because, yeah. And then neither of them are the Lakers. So, you know, LaVar is incredibly disappointed in all of his children at this point. Uh, he definitely, but, uh, Somebody told him to never show your face again because he's definitely been quiet over the last couple of years. Oh, absolutely. You'd think that he would, you know, now he's got two. Kids. Yeah, right. And, uh, he has. He does have yeah, a right yeah. to go, to brag to brag about it, everything. But no, someone told him to shut up. So uh, you have to think it was Lonzo, right? <laughs> when he was or when, LeBron, yeah, when or LeBron, may, LeBron, oh, maybe, yeah. LeBron does it. LeBron's in control of every aspect of the NBA. We all know that low key. Yeah, no, I. I it could very easily be LeBron because I know they were teammates for a while. Uh, he and yeah, him and Lonzo. Lonzo. Not anymore. But uh, no, no, no. For a while, so who knows where the ball, uh, the patriarch of the ball family is? But honestly, I think all of his children are better off that he doesn't get involved in their professional sports careers. That's just my opinion, anyway. Um, as someone who found him entertaining, for all the wrong reasons, he's more of the mass singer kind of person. He's not the National Basketball Association. Yes, the Nate fights are great. You ever see him? play he said he could beat mj in his prime but yes i saw that on that but have you ever seen the clip of him actually in high school he takes like a half court shot that goes way over way <laughs> worse half um court shot ever i sent you the clip of the donald trump to the fresh print yeah i saw look for it isn't that funny blame it is <laughs> they blame me for everything like i said because it's true <laughs> but uh <laughs> um yeah, so like I said, that was it. We we got the sports, we got the entertainment. Uh, I don't I don't want to get too heavy into the news, although we did discuss. Uh, well, we didn't discuss Rudy Giuliani. We just said his name, and if we say it one more time, he's going to appear in the mirror. Um, but uh, so boy, he uh, did you see his little thing in the his press conference or whatever? And I didn't hear what he said, honestly. But uh, he I, had I uh, the, the the gross sweat or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Oh, like yeah. I don't know if he had product in his hair, but like he had black, like a black streak coming down his face. I don't know yeah. what that was, but he needs to see a doctor and like a real doctor, not the guy who told us that Trump was like 180 pounds. Uh, he needs a real doctor <laughs> if he was if that came from his body. Um, yeah, that's a hard because or not. Yeah, uh, I, I hate calling people creepy, but every time I say it about Rudy Giuliani, I'm proven right. I don't know. Friend of the pod, friend of the pod. Uh, 
<laughs> so uh, I think that really that really covers it for me. Um, like I said, there wasn't a lot more this this week. Uh, I mean, just for us, Survivor Series is this weekend. Mm-hmm. Not really trending, but uh, that'll be exciting. You know, year. it's always fun when a it's always fun when a big four pay per view comes on. So I'll I'll be watching um, this Sunday. You know, well, one thing, one last movie thing we can talk, we can sure. discuss is the fact yeah. that Wonder Woman 1984 will be on HBO Max on Christmas. 1984, and theaters, yeah, and theaters and theaters <laughs> both, but <laughs> you can see. You could actually see the. You're starting to see these huge mainstream movies. We really soon will. I don't know. I know they're still trying to figure out things and making new deals, and they want to save this theater industry. But I just it's a huge movie and has a lot of expectations to it, and I, I think it'll be good. What do you What do you think I, about that? We're so. Will there be a day where you'll see the Avengers, the Next Generation, out on Disney Plus? Would you be okay? No. With that? Um. Well, depends. I shouldn't say no. No, that was really that was really fast. No, mm-hmm. um, very. Strange. I think that I, in terms of Wonder Woman, obviously it's going to be a really good film. The first one was good. Um, I saw that on HBO, so I'm excited that I'll be able to see it now without having to go to a theater. However, I always think back to Disney's Mulan, which, in fairness, was not a movie I wanted to see. The new one. Yep. But um. They paid an extra thirty dollars on top of your Disney Plus subscription in order to watch it. I doubt and, they'll no. do that again. Right. So if you're gonna make if you're gonna kill theater industries and you're gonna make streaming the only way to watch this content, unfortunately the streaming is gonna have to cost more. And when the streaming costs more, people will buy less of them, and then they'll have to find another way to watch the movie. Ergo, a movie theater. So I don't think it would go away. It's just unsafe right now. And I think that's really what it comes down to. I think if it was safe to go to the movie theater on Christmas, that's when people would be going to see Wonder Woman. And that's right. where they would be going. Um, I don't think that this is a long-term change. I think that this is a short-term solution uh, that unfortunately is going to make a lot of movie theaters. Uh, it's going to put a lot of movie theaters out of business, but I'm hoping that in the in the wake of it, we start making really good movie theaters. Uh, I I mean I, I think, think movie theaters. I think it should feel like theater, like actual theater. It should be an experience, experience, like something you something you really want to see, and it won't be quite as expensive as like Broadway, or whatever, But something you really want to see, you're really into it. You know, all your favorite actors beyond are just so superhero sequel. movies too. Well, I mean, that would be ideal, but you know, something, all your favorite actors are in it and you're like, I'm going to go to the actual movie theater because I'm that excited. I want this to be an experience. I'm going to invite my friends. We're going to get dinner there, maybe get drinks there, uh, things like that. Like the movie theaters, when they reopen again, and a lot of them are going to close and then have to be reopened, that should, they should really be reimagined too. Also drive-in theaters should make a comeback because you can do that even in pandemic. Um, And I think they're so cool. Uh, the old school ones, and I think people should start refurbishing them and opening them up again because I would go to a drive-in theater exclusively, uh, especially in the summer when it's not that cold. I th- think it's super cool. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think movie. I don't think going to see a movie is going away. I don't think we're nope. going to stream all of our brand new movies. Uh, for now, we are, How that? but it's not going to be forever. Yeah, it's not going to be forever. Um, all right. So, so you got anything else for me? Besides that, no, I'm just uh, 
I just hope you have a safe and happy Thanksgiving, um, especially yep. you and your family. Uh, I'm still down to just do my Wednesday. family. Yeah, I'm still down to do it Wednesday right before, so we'll figure that out. So, yeah, I will be. I'll be in Norwalk, but I don't know if we want to do. This. I don't know if we want to do it live. We'll have to see what the schedules look like. Um, I will be in Norwalk for the holiday. Uh, I may even be in as early as Monday. Um, Don't forget your I big tweet cap. Your, your big tweet cap appearance. We'll see. Yeah, they finally you're the most, got. You're definitely the, the most talked about. You're definitely the most. I didn't want to take about. it. Yeah, I didn't want to take it. But then they slandered the good name of Jed Bartlett in the West Wing. So I have to go defend Psych. my president's honor. Um, Ryan, you, funny you say that. You know, I just want to say this to you. <laughs> I never just texted, but your boy Brad Brad Arfit. You know, he plays the villain in Adam Saylor's first real big yeah. breakthrough movie. He <laughs> plays the bad guy, and he plays it really well. This is just funny. Josh Lyman plays a really good bad guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he's also the bad guy in uh, He's also the bad guy in uh, Get It Out. Yeah, and and Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, well, he's kind of like a comic relief in Cabin in the Woods. I feel like true, true. he's the bad guy, but... He's only there for a couple scenes, um, <laughs> but he plays but, the uh, bad guy. He's the, same in, uh, the bad guy in. Uh, I just find that funny. He wants to kill Adam Sandler. <laughs> well, maybe. Well, I've I've never met him. I would love to meet, love to meet any of the cast of The West Wing, but particularly mm-hmm. Bradley um, Whitford, aka Josh Lyman, uh, because well, just because. But uh, yeah, maybe he maybe he really wanted to kill Adam Sandler. Maybe that's how he got into character. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so maybe I'll be on. We'll see. Uh, me, me and Chris talked today very briefly um, about going on. So mm-hmm. this weekend we'll either firm up or push back those plans, depending probably on COVID numbers and travel. Because, uh, like I said, very small Thanksgiving in my family this year. Yeah, uh, we are listening to the doctors, um, or we're trying to listen to the doctors right now. It's, it sounds like it's going to be more of a just a family thing. Uh, we do have a couple people who have not really said anything either which way. Uh, so who knows? We'll see. But uh, we'll be outside too. It'll be early, so we don't have to go inside. Or at least I'll be outside. I don't know if everyone will be outside the whole time. But um, so. Yeah, like I said, it'd be good to see the family beforehand, uh, especially if, again, we're going to do Thanksgiving a little differently, uh, chunk it up. But uh, getting tested, too, or uh, Melissa's getting tested on Monday, so that'll help. We'll, we'll know if there's any anything we should worry about before we, uh, we leave. But, yeah, so obviously have a safe Thanksgiving to you and your family as well, Matt. Um, we can definitely do something Wednesday. You, even if it's you know the same Zoom, even if it's the same Zoom format, because I know this makes it easier. Uh, <laughs> for the turnaround, um, for the turnaround, it would be for this type in yeah. this particular case. Yeah, sorry, sorry, no, no tweet cap uh, special edition in studio just yet. We have to, we have to get a few more, uh, a few more subscribers and downloads. We need a few more of those before we can start doing uh, in person in studio uh, specials. But we'll get there. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Um, and speaking of downloading and subscribing, you can find the tweet cap with myself and Matt everywhere your podcasts are. Wherever you are, we are. We're there for you. It's going to be on Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify. It's on Stitcher. You said Stitcher, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's not on YouTube. Google Podcasts. Tune it's in. It's on Google Podcasts. So, yeah. So, wherever you are, we are. 
we are uh, inescapable like death and taxes. So definitely listen to us. Definitely give us a review. And as always, if you have something that you want us to see, tweet about it at RPP95 or Matt Brown 31. <laughs> there you go. Uh, um, yeah, tweet about it. We'll see it. And then we can talk about it because, again, we talked about the fresh prints and an owl. All right. We don't have we don't have uh, rules here. This is no rules down here in the tweet cap. Um, but as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us, uh, supporting our crazy conversations about the wild world of the Internet. Um, and have a good night, Matt. So long, Ryan. I'll talk to you soon. Yep.